Good morning, it's Real Estate Daily and it's your real estate guru. And today we are talking about home inspections. You're looking to buy a home and what kind of checklist should you be thinking about? Are home inspections important anymore? I mean, with everything out there, is there still value in a home inspection? Why should you have one? They're, they're costly. They can cost quite a bit of money. Are they of any value to you at all? Well, welcome this morning to Real Estate Daily, where we talk about the hot topics of real estate and coaching to build your business. By the way, we are in day nine, day nine of the 10-day challenge to put a listing in your pocket and a buyer offer accepted in the first 10 days of the year, trying to get you two deals on the table, ready to rock and roll. A bunch of you have done it. I'm so thankful. We are building wealth in the first 10 days of 22. I'm loving it. I love the business, and I'm loving the fact we are building your wealth right away out of the gate. Take a minute, hit the like button for the show. It's so meaningful. Also, hit the subscribe button. The subscribe button will open up the members-only events. Every week we have a members-only event where we take a deep dive into the market conditions, into coaching and building your business, a deeper dive than we do on our standard daily shows. It's awesome because I know I'm talking to the committed ones that are really interested in building their business rapidly. So we take a deep dive into that. All right. So first, let's get right into inspections. Number one, I shouldn't say number one. I don't necessarily have a list that way. But first off, should you have inspections? Yes, do it. Absolutely, you should have a home inspection. Is there value in a home inspection? Absolutely. It may not be the value you think it is, but you absolutely should have a home inspection. A home inspection gives you the status quo of what's going on in that structure. They go under the house. They go into the rafters. They look around the house. They, they, a good inspector takes a look at everything. And it gives you the status, good, bad, or indifferent, of what's happening at that home. What's the history and what has the history done to the condition of the home? You may choose to repair or not repair. That is really not the point of a home inspection. The point of the home inspection is to know and be knowledgeful of what you're walking into. Keep that top of mind. A home inspection is never about a laundry list of fix it all. By the way, sipping my Black Rifle Coffee Company coffee this morning. Hope you have a cup of coffee with you. Love to have my coffee in the morning. Okay. So home inspections, number one is do it. Absolutely, you need to do it. For many people say to me in, in the buying process, well, is there any value in it? Should I do it? These usually come from first-time buyers. 
because people who have bought a home before recognize that this nice laundry list, and these reports can be 30 to 60 pages long with lots of pictures. It gives you the status of what you're purchasing and things that you may want to have repaired in the future or work on in the future. And it gives you this beautiful status piece that you can reflect back on. This is what our home was like when we bought it. That is so critically important to know. It's hard to remember. We end up living in homes for years and we don't remember exactly what it looked like or the issues were with that home at that period of time. So the answer is yes, absolutely do it. Next, I want to talk about repairs because it's out of the inspection process that repairs can come about. And often we have buyers that, that feel like, well, if, if there's 20 items, I want all the items repaired. Let's remember now, you're not buying a brand new home. You're buying a used home. And even brand new homes will have a list of repairs. Even brand new, I know that may be shocking to a few of you, but even brand new homes will have a list of repairs. I've sold many new homes. They You bring in an inspector. They always have a list of repairs. There's always things. Homes are complicated. That doesn't mean that they have to be repaired or even that they should be repaired. Uh, maybe you have some nail pops that have come out a little bit and they just need to be resealed back in, tapped back in, and some sheetrocking fixed. Maybe. There can be a whole variety of things that, that happen in an inspection process that they call out that doesn't necessarily need a repair. Now, I'm not advocating to not get things repaired. I'm not advocating to get them repaired or not get them repaired. I'm advocating get the knowledge have the knowledge but also when you go we are in a seller's market here let's remember that that has to be forefront of mind you want a house you want your your client to get a house you're in you're still in this process where you've had this inspection and you can ask for repairs that's wonderful and some repairs are going to be critical. <coughs> but should you ask for them all? Should you ask for any of them? In a seller's market where there are few sellers and thousands of buyers, remember, you're still competing. The competition isn't over. Just because you have a signed offer currently, the other side can back out and kill the deal if you ask for a bunch of repairs that are ridiculous and they're not going to do it. And they simply say no. And you say, well, then we're going to walk. Well, then maybe it is deal over and they have a lot of other buyers. You have to really think through what are you giving up? What's the value of this in comparison to the home ownership value? This, this is where you bring 
as the professional, your business knowledge, your market knowledge, your market prowess to the table, and you can shine like a shined up penny. You can really shine at this point in time because you are bringing knowledge to the table to help people understand do should you or should you not repair that that's huge you know the repair versus not repair concept now so next let's talk about the equality of repairs are all repairs equal across the board and the answer i think you know this the answer is no they're not all equal. By the way, I would love it if you'd put in your most interesting repair that you got accepted into the chat room. So into the comments down below, throw into the comments, what is the most interesting repair you've ever had done? I mean, it could it could be a roof. It could be a total roof. It, it, it could be an addition to something that had to be torn off and, and, re, and rebuilt back on. What kind of repairs have been interesting to your buyers and what's the most interesting one that you have been involved in because the repairs can go across the board it's re really amazing how deep these can go at times okay so are repairs equal across the board no we, we know that they're not because you'll have some repairs that are that are simply the light switches upside down and okay that that well that might be important to some people it's not really a, a something that should hold you back from buying a home it's still a light switch it still works it just happens to be out of you know standard up and down and people will put this in as well this light switch isn't it, it was put in upside down or something okay that's it can be important at times but it probably shouldn't hold you back from buying the home. You really have to think about the reasonableness and are the repairs really equal to walking away from a home? Now, there are some repairs that go over towards lending. If you have a crumbling foundation, you're probably going to have to have that fixed because the lender appraisal is going to call that out. So let's talk just briefly about the appraisal. I don't want to go down this path too far, but the appraisal process is nothing more than another inspection. But that's what the bank calls their inspection. So the bank calls their inspection an appraisal, and it comes with a valuation, and it's looked at at worst case scenario. So it come, those appraisals are important, of course, to the bank. This is going to be upon the issue of are they going to give you the money for the house, but it's another inspection. And that other, they are looking for certain things on their inspection. Things they're looking for are roofs. They're looking for foundations, water leaks, you know, I'm not talking about a drippy faucet here. I'm talking about a water leak that's ruining the product that they're getting ready to back with a loan. 
This also, of course, should be called out in your inspection. So are all things equal? No, they're not equal. <clears throat> heating systems. Heating systems can be called out because if you don't have a, a heating system that works and functions, you're going to have a habitability issue of even being able to live there. Few people can live in something without some sort of heating system. And possibly in some in some areas, air conditioning systems, because they become critical to our environment. So not all repairs are equal. <clears throat> some are critical. Some cross the boundary over into the lender side, and you won't be able to waive it anyway. If you have a roof that is in bad repair, <coughs> excuse me. If you have a roof that is in bad repair, and generally the test is it cannot pass a five-year certificate. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Your guru's got something caught in his throat. A five-year certificate for the roof. Well, that's going to be a problem because then the lender won't back the roof and a new roof's going to have to be put on. This is also a problem for both sides. This is going to be a problem for the purchase. It's also going to be a problem for the sale. So explaining to the seller, the current homeowner, that they have a home with a roof that can't have a five-year certificate on it, and it's going to be have, have to be replaced, that's really big. Because they're going to have to replace that roof. Now, they can kill the deal and look for somebody else that is willing to put their own, their own roof on. But roofs are a big deal, really, really large deal, because it goes to critical resources of the home, critical infrastructure of the home. And under with critical infrastructure of the home, at that point, you know, it's like the foundation. You don't have much if you don't have a if you don't have a foundation. What you have is a falling down home. You don't if you have a roof that's leaking. You don't have much very soon because your your roof will leak and will ruin everything else in the home. Heating systems same same kind of problem as we're talking about. These are critical infrastructure pieces of the home, and really seldom can be waived by the buyer because the appraisal process, which is the other inspection coming in, will be looking at critical infrastructures of the home and usually will catch those types of things. It's important for you to be aware of these things no matter though. You may have a roof that passes an appraisal process still may not be in the repair that you want it to be in. Because maybe it, it does have a five-year certificate. And it's only five years. And you're going to have to be doing something about it. You have to think about how are you going to replace a roof. And roofs can often cost $15,000, $20,000 easy. And north of that. So you have to think, as a buyer, the buyer you're representing, 
do they have the resources to pull that together in the next few years? Because that's a big debt. That's a big chunk of money that's going to be going out. Same thing, excuse me, same thing with heating systems. Furnace systems in general, very expensive to replace. You can throw $10,000 at a furnace system in a heartbeat. But that's why these are critical systems to our homes. They help us live our lives in a much better way. And we rely upon these critical infrastructure systems. Hot water tank. I mean, who's going to take a cold shower nowadays? Well, certainly not me. <laughs> I hope you're having a great morning. I am having such a good morning this morning, sipping my coffee. Unfortunately, I'm choked a little. Maybe I can help clear that up with by sipping a little more coffee. We'll, we'll see how it goes. We're finally out of the snow, by the way. We, we have rain, and now we're back in, in the um, East County area to lots of wind once again. So we're back to our standard windy conditions. So we started off today with looking at should you have an inspection? Is there value in inspection? What comes out of the inspection? And the answer is yes, you should have it. Yes, it's valuable. And yes, the product that comes out of it is highly valuable if only for your knowledge. Absolutely, it is valuable if only for your knowledge, which is huge so that you can be aware of the systems in your home. You know, once you buy a home, how often? Are you really going to take you because you yourself could do an inspection? Of course, it, it is. It's possible that you could do it, but are you really going to get underneath your house, crawl all around, know what to look for, document it, take pictures of it, go up in the attic, crawl around again, know what to look for? All these things. I mean, these are technical things to be looking for, and you can buy this report for you know generally. Three to five hundred dollars, something like that. Now there are. I want to talk about some other types of inspections as well. We're talking about the general home inspection right now, but there are some other ones that must be considered. For example, a septic line or septic system inspection. If you're buying a home that is connected up to the city, you will have a septic line, an outbound line to the city, which if it's busted or there's been tree root growth into it, that will be on you. That will be on the homeowner. That will be on the buyer, if which will become the homeowner if, if you don't catch it in advance. You need to know what's going on with tree root invasion into the septic line. There are other problems as well when it comes to the, the outbound line from your home to the city. But also, not to be a, a lot of homes. My home has its own septic system. So not only do you have to inspect the line headed towards the septic system, the tank, and the leach fields. 
you're going to want to inspect the leach fields and the tanks. And of course, it is required to have those tanks pumped at the point of sale. Well, you want to know the health of this tank. Is the tank leaking? How old is the tank? You know, when was it put in? How is it operating? Are the leach fields, you know, the drain fields, are the leach fields in in poor operation? Are they still working? I've seen homes where the leach fields ha have ceased to work. They're just too old. They're 40 years old and they have just ceased to work. Now you can have the drain fields that certainly work longer than that. But at, at some point, you do have to really start to wonder, are they working? And so you need an inspection and a professional inspector to take a look at that. Because I'll tell you, as a layman, that is a very difficult thing to ever know anything about. As far as a deep inspection of the health of the tank and, and the drain field, also known as leach fields. Other inspections include gases that could be in the home. So you have CO2 monitors for the, these gases. You can have the gases that arise up out of the soil itself. And these things should be looked at. You should have an inspection that includes these inspections to find out is it important? The radon inspection, which is the gas that kind of comes out of the soil area, they, it can be very harmful. You'll want to know how much radon is in the house. And does it need to be mitigated? Do you need venting for it? Is that area subject? Do, are other homes in that area, do they have radon problems? These are inspections that often can be included with the general inspection, usually some price up, but, but it's not huge. Now, the, the septic inspection can, can be costly. It can be a few hundred dollars by itself. But if you have a standalone septic, you're going to want that. If you have a septic line, an outbound line to the city, you're still going to want to inspect that because damage can happen to these lines that are sitting out there long-term. You absolutely want to know the health of these systems. These are not just frivolous inspections to be done and throw, throw away a bunch of money. It is money well spent. Now, most of the inspections for these, these septic systems include a camera, and it shows the health of the line itself. You can save that video so that you know long-term what the health of that line going out actually is. That's critical. You're in that home five years later, and you're, you forget what the health of the line was. Was there a slight problem? Was there a crack in it that you chose to not get repaired because it was only a crack at the time? And now you need to have it reinspected. So saving these things can be of great value moving forward. Okay, next. So lots of inspections that can be done. Next, client skills. So you've got your list of inspections. You've had all your inspections done, and there's a variety of them that you can have done. 
of course, the general inspection you always start with. And then there's all these other inspections. And you and then you have your list of repairs because every inspector, it, it is part of their value of doing a job of giving you a list of items that are, and we could say wrong with the house. I, I don't know if I like to call it wrong without, it's just status, it's status quo of the house. The current owner may be very happy with the condition that it's in. And yet you might be saying that needs to be repaired. But the current owner is saying, no, I would have never repaired that. I'm happy with it. So that, that's why I say I don't like to call them wrongs as much as it's the status. It's the status quo of what's going on with that house. Nevertheless, it's a list that comes out. What should you have repaired? In a seller's market, what should you have repaired? Well, it depends. Okay, and I know everyone's saying, oh, here's the word depends again. Well, it does depend. It depends on a lot of factors, including the factor, what is the client's skill set? I mean, if the client is a carpenter, and is happy putting in their own carpets or or replacing some floorings or painting the house or repairing some gutters that may pass appraisal and other inspections and be able to move forward and close the deal. But they're comfortable doing some of this. They can probably save themselves a boatload of money doing it. That's where it depends upon the skill set of the client. Wow, is, is that critical to know? How much skills do you currently have? So when I was 19 years old, I bought my first house. It needed the roof. I had no idea how to put a roof on a house. However, I was 19 and I went out to learn. Bought my first house. It needed the roof desperately. I went out, learned, and me and a friend resheated it and put a roof on the house. Put a three three tab roof on composite, and it was fine, and it was there on that. And I watched it in the Portland area. That that roof was there for about twenty five years, so it worked. There are either you have the skill sets or you can learn the skill sets, and you have the ability and health to go out and do them. That's terrific. That's what we call sweat equity. Believe me. Putting a roof on, you will have sweat equity. There's no doubt about it. However, lastly, I want to talk about is negotiation. Because that is part of the home inspection process. So what should you have done? It is recognizing we are in a seller's market. And a seller's market is hot. That's where you have all these, this, this bucket full of buyers and you have a seller. And the seller is saying, well, I can kind of get what I want. In some ways they can, in some ways. But you don't have to just walk away. You, are, you have an accepted contract and now you're negotiating. Sometimes it's better on repaired items if they're small to combine them and simply ask for a stellar credit to closing. 
like you might say, hey, there, there's all these little things that I want done. Now, you know, you're in well into the process of buying this house. You're, you know, a couple weeks in now. The seller has their hopes and dreams also of moving on. They don't want to turn around and have to get another buyer. So that, that being part of the negotiation is really powerful for you. So you might be able to combine some things and say, look, I want a $2,000 credit and we will simply move to close. Or I'll take a $2,000 credit, but I need, I need this one item actually repaired. I don't need these other items. I'll just take a credit to closing and then repair these other things. So for first-time home buyers, you may not be aware that negotiations continue during the process until you get to the closing table and everything is signed. Until things are signed, you are still negotiating. This is why it's critical to have professional representation. This is where agents, brokers make their money understanding how to negotiate all the way to the bitter end, recognizing that you can ask for a credit to closing. So it's lowering the price of the house, maybe by a thousand, two thousand dollars. It depends. These are only examples where you're saying, look, I'm unhappy with some of these things. It's going to cost me. I'd like you to come down a little bit, give me a credit to closing. And then I need this one item fixed. Maybe they'll be willing to fix that. You put it together in a, an addendum to, to the as a repair addendum and try to get that accepted on the other side. Now, they may counter with something, but that's part of negotiation. This is, of course, what makes people nervous. It's what drives people crazy. And that's this is how you can shine as the professional. There's no doubt about that in this situation. This is where you can absolutely shine showing your knowledge and skill sets as a professional in this industry. Inspections are incredibly important. Don't bypass them. Don't waive them. I personally believe it is a poor skill set, a poor idea to waive inspections to try to get the offer accepted. There are other ways around this. There are other things that you can do. Inspections are absolute needed knowledge on the home and the structures that you're purchasing. I'm your real estate guru. This is Real Estate Daily, and we'll be talking soon. Hit that like button. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. And we will be talking shortly. That will also, by subscribing, it will open up the members only videos and opportunities we have for you. And we'll be talking soon. Take care.